Bueno, bueno, bueno. Welcome to episode 13 of Word to Your Mama. Today we have another person that's part of my tribe. Super talented designer, illustrator, um, as I go into it, an uh, entrepreneur and storyteller. Jerome. Now, now, Jerome. That's what I call him. Now, now. I just don't even say Jerome. I just say now, now. What's up, now, now? Text him. Da, 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 da. Hey, now, now. Da, da. Supernatural bear. Uncle now, now. He knows who I'm talking about. Boom. Part of the tribe. He's on today, and I thought it was very important since two epi episodes ago with Lisa T.I. Jenkins, who is not of um, African-American descent, and we go into a certain situation with Jerome's, and I mentioned, like, oh, I'm going to have J my, my good friend, Hyperactive Monkey, now, now Jerome, who's Chinese on here. So here he is. Let's get into a story. We go from uh, politics and how that affects, impacts his work and beyond. So let's get into it. Skype. Skype could have had it. They've been in the game. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now, Skype. Um, so, uh, Jerome Lou, I call you now now. Yes, yes. I call you now now. And it's so, I was like, going to have you anyways. But I was like, let me have you soon, on sooner than later. Because episode 11, I had <clears> T.I., <throat> Lisa Jenkins. And I mentioned you that I was going to have you on because it's Jerome. <laughs> Without spoiling it, you have to go listen to episode 11. Yeah. There's a Jerome theme, and it's fantastic. Um, it, no, every no time spoiler. I... It's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> but that conversation <laughs> that you guys has happened a lot, you know, with, with, with significant others, you know. It's like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you. <laughs> yeah, so, so I want to talk about with you because... It now I have like, who who knew? Now I have two Jeromes in my life that are <laughs> that they are not black. So where you're tell people? Okay, let's 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 start from the beginning. So okay. how do you describe yourself? Are you I I would think of you as a artist, designer, entrepreneur, storyteller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think that's that's perfect. I think that's okay. yeah. I love that. I'm gonna steal that. I think yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think, yeah, artist, storyteller, designer. I think that's perfect what you said. Because you do so I many things. I, I, I feel like mm -hmm. you're just a creative. I mean, I, I most of my yeah. friends, you know, you could, nowadays, you can't just be one thing. You have to be a creative right. all around, right? You have to mm -hmm. be have all these different types of skills. So mm -hmm. I was trying to think, as always, as whenever I have someone on, how did we meet? And I want to say that we met at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. Is that your recollection of the events? I think so. I have a photo. Yeah, of you. We were. Was that? I think it was at the Monkey King party. But I want to say we might have met earlier than that. Oh, and yeah. I, I want to say earlier because it might have been at Cooper's. Was I, I'm not. Oh. I'm not sure if that was before or after Cooper's. Because that was like kind of my first like foray into. I mean, I was always trying to you know, um, get my art out there. But I'll tell you, I always tell this story. Is it, Cooper is the one that put me on the map. It's like when he invited me, because Cooper, another amazing artist, you know, our super friend. Super Cooper, I will um, definitely have him on. Super Cooper, yeah, Super Cooper would always do for his birthday, he would do an art show <laughs> and all the money, all the, the proceeds would go to charity. I thought that was like the coolest thing. He was like 10, and wasn't remember, he like 10 or 11? Was, he was 10, I want to say like his, it was like nine. Like that, that's what I want to say. Yeah, like that's we real, met that's real. at his nine. His nine-year-old birthday? Because, like, I remember I had an art piece, and then I think we met there. But that was, like, Cooper, yeah, because as soon as Cooper said, like, hey, do you want to be in this? You're Jerome Lou. You want to be in my art show? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. And I was like, honestly, my first art show ever, like, public Shut art up, show. That's amazing. Yeah, with Super Cooper. And then after that, like, the, that, I did a piece for him, and then that sold. And then some other people are like, dude, I, I like your art. Do you want to be in this art show? And I was like, yeah. And then from there, it's like. Amazing. And so then I it might have been that summer because his birthday is in the summer. So maybe it's like it might have been just that summer, like Comic Con and his birthday that week. True. Yeah. True. Because I, <laughs> what I, I was trying to remember the first time, and I think I remember when we talked, talked, because maybe we met, but then when we had a conversation, yeah. 
was Comic-Con, because I, I believe I was with NZ. I was with Paji Panda from New Zealand. And we, oh, yeah, yeah. And then we, yes. we saw your booth at Comic-Con. Yes. And then we were, and then I remember we were talking and I was yes. like, oh, Jerome yes. is so awesome. And he has like awesome, oh, yes. awesome stuff. Da, 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 da. Yes. So, Paji. Paji <laughs> NZ, living the COVID free life. Um, yes. Must yes. be nice. Uh, two yeah. kids. He has two kids now. They're they cute. They're super cute. They cute. cute. Super cute. Cute little, little punchy punchies, you know? <laughs> little hoppers, little hoppers. Uh, yeah. So, so then, so we met in that, and then we were part of the, 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 the beginnings and the end of, of, uh, of, of a certain scene, a certain time of yes. designer toys, art, when it was the place to be at San Diego Comic Con in that area. Yeah. And then it morphed. Yeah, coat yard, right? I think the coat yard, they called it the coat yard, like designer art and toys. That was a really cool <laughs> little area. That no more. They don't have that anymore. I know. Now <laughs> you have to go to to decon, and I, I definitely want to talk about decon this year for you. Um, but so I call you now now because of more stay in the time, right? Where he goes nah nah Jerome, right? So I was just like okay. <laughs> But then I realized one day I realized you didn't know where that was from. <laughs> I want to say, yeah, I, we were. I I want to say like you called me now now. I think this is another time we were at Tag, and an art show. I think did we all go out? We went with it was like with Luke and we Jack, and we all went to like get. I forget where we went. We go to eat, and you you ended up driving because both me and Jack were like. We were we were like we don't want to drive because we were like we found a parking spot and we're like I don't want to give it up but you're like I'll drive you fools around so I remember and I think in the car you were saying like now now and then you were laughing and everyone else was laughing but I was like what is she talking about <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yeah that's that's before my time yeah but so I've you heard just, of them. you you just were like now now and then so I was like oh he gets it and then. And then, and then all of a sudden, I knew you didn't get it because then you called me now. Now, and I was yeah. like, and then I was like, I was like, wait, you don't know why I call you now? Now, and we we're rolling for days, and it's yeah. hilarious. And and now the supernatural bear calls you Uncle Now. Now, yeah. so it 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 tra it's transcends and uh, generations. Um, yeah. <laughs> but where why, you're Chi you're Chinese, right? Yeah. Chinese, so Chinese. where yeah. where Jerome? Tell us. How did you get Jerome? Are you the first of your family? Is it a family name? What are we talking about here? <laughs> I, you know, I, I ask my parents this, like, all the time. <laughs> Why'd you name me Jerome? And, you know, it's like, you know, my, my dad's from, um, you know, Shanghai, China, and my mom's from Taiwan. They they both, you know, uh, came here, you know, for college, and they got their PhDs. They're both scientists, both super smart people, Amazing. but also very creative. And, um, you know, shout out to my parents. Uh, I always ask them, like, well, why did you name me Jerome? You know, they're like, no, we just like that name, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had this, you've had where since your life, since you were born, people are like, what? Yeah. Jerome? But it's funny to me because, you know, um, at my high school that I went to, the only Jeromes that were there were like me and another Jerome, and he was he was a Filipino, and so I always thought, what's a Filipino name? And then another time, I forget who my friend is like, oh, I got, I got, I got a, um, yeah, my cousin's name is Jerome, and he was, she was Filipino too. And I was like, oh, see, it's like you know, it's an Asian thing. It's okay. <laughs> I've never, I've never. That's amazing. Uh, and then until Martin came out, you know, with the where oh, they yeah. got the king. Jerome, Jerome, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only other Jerome I know. <laughs> so you, you didn't get you didn't get as much pushback because you guys were like, no one ever said like, wait. No, well, I <laughs> I remember <laughs> my my high school girlfriend. And when she was always like talking with like another person, she would mention my name. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like, um, and you know, she was eight, she was she was Chinese American too, and she would she would say like her friends were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I also you know, like you know, I date someone you know African American. I was like, and she's like, "No, no, he's, he's, he's Chinese American. He's, he's Asian." <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It tickles my soul. It tickles my soul. Amazing. Um, so I wanted to talk. You're like I said, you're a creative, but the the running theme on this podcast is people that are my tribe, whether I know them or don't. I know you. We text. Maybe not every day, but when we text, I feel like especially during this trash trash administration has been meaningful. And I wanted to talk to you about. I remember you reaching out to me. Right after Homeboy got elected and the discussions we had then. Of the fear and the frustration and the anger and the da 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 and how just shit was going to change in a way that. You know, as people of color, we've all, you know, in our lifetime have been discriminated against, uh, felt less than, felt othered. But I, and let me know if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I, from, from talking to my friends, it seems like with this trash administration, those of us black and brown, we've been feeling like crazy for, for, since birth. But I feel like other um, ethnicities and including white people were for the maybe for the first time feeling a little bit more intensely than maybe they have in life. Is that? Oh, do you agree? Oh, I agree, hundred percent. I think you know. I and I, I think you know. I've 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 voted you know, since I've been able to vote, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, but it, it's, it's always kind of, you know, you, you know, you do research, but to me, it wasn't like, like, you know, like, like when, when, you know, when the election happened of Trump, like literally shit hit the fan and I'm just like, <laughs> oh crap, you know, like yeah. this can really have repercussions. And I think, also, you know, I'm at that age, like, you know, we're both parents now. And then as mm. soon as you become a parent, things like, you know, you, you really, you really do t- start to take notice of your choices that you can shape, whether it be in elections and whatnot. And, and it's, it's like, it's scary. And so that's yeah. like, I think that combination of being a, a parent and, and the current political climate just you know, did make me more aware. Uh, I mean, Daisy, my wife, you know, she's awesome. She's always kind of been aware and she's always kind of been pushing me to be more socially and politically aware. Um, And so I think for this time, I was like, whoa, you know, like, it was just so heavy, you know, and we we talk about that. We talk, we've texted about that, that it's like, yeah. And yeah, I mean, definitely. I think that that was a a, a very... um, eye-opening uh you know situation yeah. um yeah <laughs> so i wanted to see how you know i remember the conversations we had right when it happened and 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 how the conversations have morphed to recent times um i mean to today is this when we're recording is december 3rd so the election's already mm-hmm. over we know who won maybe it's not our first choice but it's a better choice and we're mm-hmm. here and we have a lot of work to do how are you feeling now <laughs> after this election? Like we come full circle. Yeah. How how are we feeling? Are we, are we a little bit more at ease? Are we still, are we hopeful again? Or what are we doing? How are Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously um, optimistic, yes. I, I, I still think, you know, I think, you know, what, what the election proved, and, and we talked about this, you know, on we, you know, me and Daisy were just like, you know, I was up to like 3 a.m. watching the news, like getting real time reports. <laughs> and we were just like, you know, the race was close. And, you know, it, I think the thing is, you know, racism is, is always going to be there. And, you know, um, I, I just really hope you know, I think it's always going to be there. I'm just, I'm personally, I'm really worried that it just gave voice to so many uh, people, racist voices that, that are, are, are going to just continue to be more vocal now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like before, you know, it was, it was on, it was simmering. It was always there and, and it'd flare up at times, but like now it's just, I hope, you know, I hope for the better. Uh, And I think, 
but I'm just I'm still a little you know cautiously optimistic, a little yeah. worried still. Yeah, <laughs> of course, because it you it's just like just because we have someone new doesn't mean all that shit's gonna stop. Like they've been, you know, uh, they have less fear now and they feel proud to be you know they feel like they've been given the agency that they probably never had before to 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 be to to fly that uh horrific flags you know and 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 be proud of it and it's disgusting but we have to deal with it but in a way i feel like okay well now we know who's who like i'm not gonna forget Whoever had the signs, whoever, yeah. you know, like, because it's one thing, it's not, it's not Democrat versus Republican. It's, it's, it's good versus evil for like, for reals, for reals. And so we have to remember all of that. But, you know, as a creative, how have it, it I mean, because it's social uprising, it is um, a pandemic. How have you been creatively? Oh, yeah. It was tough. It, it was definitely tough. Like, you know, um, I, you know, I, I like to post, you know, art and, you know, my stuff's uplifting and cheerful. Yes, for sure. But like, I, I, I was like, I gotta lay, you know, there was a lot going on and I was just like, oh, everything's so heavy. So I actually, you know, tried to lay off the social media, um, which is kind of crazy because then, then, since then, some people started texting me like, "Are you okay? Are you alive? You know, we don't see you on social media," and then that gave me like more anxiety. So you know, it was it it was hard. It was hard. It's hard. I, I think um, you know, uh, I had other than my work work, you know, the work that the freelance that pays the bills, I, you know, I didn't do too much uh, personal art. I'm still kind of like, still like, I I guess a little shell shocked. It's hard for me to kind of really jam on personal artwork sometimes, but you know, I'm trying, you know. Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit panoplybpo.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y-B-P-O.com to schedule your no-obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. Panoplybpo.com. There is a better way. Yeah. Um, no, no, for sure. I, I understand for sure. Um, it, it was definitely hard. And I, I was just like amazed at those creatives that were able to maybe were even creating even more right during this yeah. time. Cause we needed it. We need whoever could, like whoever could post new stuff or even old yeah. stuff just just we need we needed some good shit in our timeline yeah. <laughs> we needed some yeah. we needed some yeah. art whether and it didn't have to be political it didn't have to be po- right. socially aware either it could be just like something cute something yeah. dark or whatever just yeah. something new and i feel like the 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 through thread is that a lot of the creatives we just didn't have the bandwidth anymore because it was too much right, right? it's it was it was yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, we, we always say it with, especially with kids, you know, it's like, you're just so like, whoa, like, you know. You're spread the thin already. Gonna... Yeah, and it's just like, I didn't say, I think what, yeah, and, but I did have my first solo art show in, in 2017. And I, I think that was like the big thing I kind of, nice. I did work on that year. And I, I tried to make it uh, uplifting and aspirational. Um, yeah. But this last year, but this, but 2020, since the pandemic, that's like, (laughs) that was was extremely, and it's still tough for me to like, really sit down and kind of get that kind of like, just that, that motivation to do something just like pure creative, just because things are so heavy. I mean, even with the news going on, just like, yeah, yeah, because like as creatives, it's that amazing space, right? And and you don't even have to be a creative to get into that zone, that like that area of where you time and space 
stand still mm-hmm. and you could have been doing something for hours but really i mean for you thought it was only 30 minutes but you had been yes. doing it for hours but you're in this happy zone and it's good scientifically there's data that yeah. says that you know yeah. to do like do puzzles uh you know color or whatever those uh, yeah. adult coloring books are all the rage yeah. and it's supposed to be good for us especially as creators we should know that and we should yeah. practice that but no i can't i just I, I just haven't been able to i've just been like nah like i'm not inspired i'm drained it's like right. At, because you, what we what we're similar at as well is we work for ourselves, but we have corporate clients, right? Right. So we also have to be creative, yeah. you know, on the spot for clients. Right. How has that been for you the past couple of months during these intense moments? Uh, in terms of work, like quantity, it, it's it's because you know I I do a lot of toy design, and because so many people are at home you know people are in the buying mood and especially toys they're watching a lot of streaming shows a lot of toy and product has to come out for that so actually it's been a pretty steady flow which is great and i think that's also kind of what's really nice is that i'm at a point in my career where it's like um you know you know some of the clients we uh, i work for like disney and it's like it's um it's like draw draw Mickey Mouse, but but don't do it in our way. We want it in Jerome hyperactive monkey way. So it's it's a little bit of me. In, nice. uh, there's a lot of bit of me in yeah. that, and and that's kind of like that kind of that balance, like we were talking about, is how do you get that um, creative, you know, flow going in in times like these? And, I, and I've been very fortunate and very thankful that like these clients, like okay, we want the Jerome Lou style. Nice on this on this product which is nice to me because it's like okay well at least they're they're giving me this direction to um implement my style and my art and it's got to be happy it's got to be positive but it's not it's forcing me because i you know they're they're paying client and it's for deliverable it's not like okay i have to force myself late at night to like cheer up and sit down and like draw you know for the sake of drawing and being creative and you have a base it's like it's not like Mm -hmm. you have a base like like right. like you said, Mickey Mouse, but in your style. So it's not yeah. like you're coming. Because I, for me, I feel like it's been a little. Some things have been harder than others because I'm coming up from scratch concepts, you know, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm not in the best state of yeah. mind, you know. Right. Like, and I was just like, I was telling someone recently, might have said it on this podcast, but I was just like, I think for the first time ever in my career, I asked for an extension on a deadline. Oh, so I I I will tell you. Uh, it never happens to me. I'm I'm usually turning my stuff in early, just like yeah. seriously, like a month ago. Big client, and they like, we want you on this practice room. We love it. And I was, it was like for I I, I can't disclose anything, but it was yeah. like a great licensed, you know, movie classic movie. And I was like, ah, oh, dude, I'll do it. And I'm like, dude, I'll get it to you early. And then Monday came, they're like, Jerome, where is it? We're ready to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. and you got I got that knot, and I'm like, that yeah. completely. Slip my mind. And it was during the election week, too, that because I was just so preoccupied with the yeah. news. It's just like, I just was like, oh, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. I, I totally slipped my mind. They were really nice. You know, it's like, hey, it's okay. Like, you know, take a couple days and finish it up. You know, you can do yeah. it for us. But I was like, yeah. oh, and that never happens. Like, never I'm happens. Using- yeah. I'm, I'm like early, for sure on time. If not early, that's my goal, you know? promise yeah. something but deliver early like that's my right. thing and i was just like it wasn't my best I, I couldn't turn it in it wasn't my best work i wasn't able to get in that thing that i know i can and it, luckily yeah. the client was someone was a, also a good friend but it it doesn't matter right it's like a deadline is a deadline I promise yeah. you and i yeah. asked for an extension i also just had a uh, mouth sur- like i just had you know my teeth and like cow up in there and stuff like so it was just like multiple things on top of multiple things but i was just like you know what instead of making the deadline and turning some bullshit you know i was like i gotta yeah. do it and uh, it was fine and it was fine it, it's because it's the trash times that i think everyone realizes like it's yeah these- i was like yeah it's a crazy week <laughs> crazy time crazy time yeah. right um but i also wanted to go into just you know because we are of color um you know, representation matters. And what I love that I bought for the Supernatural Bear, he loves, and we give it as a gift. We've given it as a gift, is the ABCs. Oh, yeah. Of Monkey Kung Fu, right? Yeah. And yeah. I remember him 
just learning how to talk or not even knowing how to talk. I've been reading since Jump, and that's how he got his things. And it was great to see, you know, a children's book with with some flavor. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And, and something yeah. else. And I, well, I'll have a link for all your stuff, and they can get that. And now you have more, even more books that yeah. are in that series and stuff like that. But how how important is it to you as an artist to either always or somehow or sometimes rep your culture and rep for your people? A thousand percent, you know. I think, and I, you know, I, I, I grew up in a, in a private school, um, you know, from, you know, predominantly white, uh, you know, not too many Asians. And, you know, you're always telling that story where it's like <laughs> you bring your lunch and it's like fried rice and then the kids are like, what's that? And it's just like... <laughs> Man, and then you tell your mom to give you a sandwich, and your mom makes you a sandwich the rest of, like, you know, my mom always made me a sandwich, and I was like, man, I really want rice, you know, I don't want a sandwich. <laughs> uh, and it's funny, and so that, that, there's always that kind of, like, ah, that guilt, and so it's like, you know, just now being, you know, a little more confident and, and definitely more proud, you know, I, I'm, you know, I want to, you know, put that in all my works you know I try to do that in all my personal works you know uh infuse my culture my beliefs um and, and just like you said representation um and I, I think that's that the fun the funny story is, is about ABC's of monkey kung fu is like um I'll just give you a quick backstory. So it's, you know, we were do I was doing like these conventions for a long time and, and trying to figure out what hyperactive monkey was. And and for me, like, oh, I want to be like babe. I want to be like streetwear. I want to be hip. Mm. I want to be like all these things. And I remember just like those first, it was like none of that crowd came. It was like little kids. And they're like, Do you have anything for us? You know, like we, I was just <laughs> I mean, adult t-shirts, not kid t-shirts. And then they were like, oh, you know, then I started doing some like kid t-shirts and they're like, oh, we'd love a book. And so I was like, oh, I want to do a book. And I, we were trying, me and Dace were trying to like write a, a narrative kind of story story. And it just was like, dude, this, this complex, all the characters. And I was like, why don't we just kind of keep it simple, like an art book, ABC book, but we'll kind of give it some flair, like you said, and a little bit of an edge. And so we created that. And it's funny, it's like, you know, yeah, we, we you know, I was doing inventory a, a few weeks ago of our books. So we, we printed um, a thousand books and I'm literally down to just like, like a hundred left, you know, and, and, and I always like remember who bought them and we had a lot of school teachers buy them, ah. you know, and I, I thought, and I thought that was awesome to hear like teachers you know and they're all from all over too uh nice. would read them to the class and there's a there's one funny page is like we do a the letter d is for like a drunken demon it's kind of like you know drunken fist in those old kung fu movies and i was like well what do you tell the kids like because you, you can't say like you're drunk on like this one teacher's like no no we love that page because i tell them you're not supposed to get drunk off like soda chocolate milk all the sugary drinks like, oh that's that was really a really good way so i've always like you said tried to like now incorporate you know my asian culture mixed in with all the things that i love as a kid um and i think like going back yeah i i'll send you a copy but we did another kid's book and uh, it was um we took the art from uh, my art show because i did a uh, all these uh, laser cut wood pieces that i painted up and it was like all these little girl faces of all different colors like um all different races, and I and I put them in like uh, like robots. I put them in like oh. ninja. Tool. Just real cute aspirational stuff. And so the whole thing was like cute. I called it dreams, and it was like like you know the the you know especially uh, girls and especially having two daughters. It's like you know you yeah. can aspire to whatever you want, you know, and it That's could be as, as grand as like a little monster or whatever. So we put that and we made a book out of that, and oh. that's Wait, you know that I'm out. trying to. Uh, just like uh, maybe two years ago we did, yeah. yeah. I'll buy it. You don't have to send me. I'll buy it. No, Thank you. Thank you. We'll work something I out. Support. I saw you got some tote bags. Oh, but yeah, like go, you said that, like you always try to infuse, uh, you know, your your culture and all that stuff in, and but I feel like 
you and a lot of my creator friends that I'm close with and have a good relationship and they're like family, I feel like we've all been super lucky because we've been able to have clients or <laughs> have art shows or be been asked to do certain things with with properties, intellectual properties or companies that we looked up to or yeah. loved as a kid. And yeah. like you just like, like I know you did like a poster for like uh, DJ Qbert and you've done like for fighters and like MMA yeah. and bo- and like all these yeah. different things. I mean, because I feel like people might think that if they do a certain style of art, like their personal style, that it can only, it's, can only stay in this one box. I, I yeah, and I, I de- most definitely, and I, I think that was like my big fear. And I, I guess I never it was I didn't take art serious until like I I went to college, and it was I remember because like I love drawing, but I was always like this cartoony kind of style, and I just remember you know I and I always wanted to be like a comic book artist, and I was like. But I was like, dude, no one's gonna buy like a like a like you know a cutesy cartoon, but it's like serious with edge. And I was just like, no one's gonna. And it wasn't until like you know, a few, you know, until just recently, a few years ago, where people are like, no, we want your style, like on this, you know, like yeah. we we're doing some like Transformers. Transformers, like, was big I was gonna one. say, yeah, yeah, the, the, <laughs> like I, I got I got SMB as a shirt. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they're like, no, we want your style on Transformers. I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's the lesson. Like, just you got to be true to yourself. You can't be anything that you're not. And if people could see that, it's transparent. Like, if you're trying to do something that is really not within you, people could people could see that. You might be able to fool some people, but not 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 for long. Not for like the longevity. I think that's that the authenticity of, of of the artists like they're they're kind of like that's you know you're being authentic and then that that hits some sort of emotional uh or visual kind of like accord with with somebody and and they're like okay we we like that and that that works and it, yeah. it can carry it so. they want you they want you and whatever you yeah. bring and there you don't compromise and stuff and i think that's that kind of cuts through right now because you see a lot of people trying to do be someone else and a lot of bite, especially now with social media and stuff and the internet, you see a lot of people biting and just like, yo, like I could see you. (laughs) Like we could see that, you know, like, um, so I also wanted to talk about your, the different role. Another thing that I love about you. There's so many things I love about you, especially because you're (laughs) like, you're one of the nicest people in the biz. Like one of the, like I had, I had my friend Kohler on and he was like one of the nicest people in the music industry. And I feel like you're one of the nicest people in the art, um, you know, designer toy world, you're, you know, and I feel like getting to know you has been awesome. And also to see how you, you know, change, you know, traditional roles, because I learned a lot just knowing that you were working at home but also at home when you had, you know, so-so like first time out, like the first kid and you were doing both. And I was just like, yo, that's crazy. Cause I was doing it. I was like, yo, you're doing it too. Like that's amazing. I'm still doing it. (laughs) 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 I mean, I, I, you know, I think that's the thing is, is growing up, you know, going to a private school, um that that was that that was the one thing that they stressed was like be nice you know and i was like that's always that always kind of stress. also my parents too my parents were very loving loving people and so i've always just kind of carried that through and then i think my dad one time told me like you know he's like you know this is like the best professional advice i can tell you is like you gotta treat your clients like their family you know you, you you treat them like you know you go to the ends of the earth for them i was like okay that's that's a fair point and i always take it a step further it's like you gotta treat everyone you know like their family i, I feel and that, that's kind of going back to even the election and everything it, it's you know, that's, I think the world lacked a lot of, you know, sympathy and, 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 and emotion. And I think that's uh, something that we all need more of. So I try to just be my best self and, and like, as you said, nice to to, as, to everyone that I can yeah. be. Yeah, you're super nice. And, and, and you're nice, but you're also positive. And I like that your work reflects that, you know, like 
when I see your stuff or anyone sees your stuff, it's like it brings out happiness. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like a light, yeah. a lightness to yeah. it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It could be like a super awesome transformer, you know, like, oh, and, and the supernatural bear, he's like almost ready to fit, fit that shirt that you oh, gave man. a long time ago. Yeah. He's super excited. He's yeah. like, can I fit it now? I was like, it's a little too big right now. <laughs> Almost, almost. He's almost there. He's so excited because he's still, still all these years, still transformed out. Um, uh, but so I have some uh, before we get into the not so rapid fire questions, the AKA the slow as hell questions. I have questions from the audience. Oh, questions from the audience. I love it. Yeah. Questions from the audience. Their first one is kind of like a two parter, um, but you know, it's kind of long, but. W- Answer however you will. Mm-hmm. And I'll read it and then I'll let you know who it's from. What do you think is an emerging and different way of artists creating collective power together in the face of established industries or galleries? Second part, to subvert, to subvert them from calling any shots so that we have the power and the influence to make our money regardless of these outdated institutions. And that is brought to you by the amazing Skinner. Skinner wow. had that question. Wow. I, I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I want to say like, you know, you can use social media because anyone can use social media as an art gallery. Um, but then I always feel like I, I you know, and I, I guess we can touch upon it and we'll go back to designer con. But like, I, I love being an artist. Like you said, I'd love to create. I love to draw happy things. I love to do these great things, but I hate trying to sell them to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally, like totally. that's like, I, I just don't like that. Like, oh, here, here's this, please buy it, you know? Um, and so that that's the part that really I struggle with, and and I hope that's what kind of you know I I, I don't know if that if that's what Skinner's kind of addressing, but like that that's what like I have this inner turmoil with is like I love to draw and you know I love to create and I of course I do you know client work and that's that's one thing that pays and it's like okay whatever but like to do like your personal art and then to show it I, I don't mind showing on social media I love that you know. Um, but then to like, oh, okay, but go ahead and buy it. It's like, oh, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I have that ooh, with Same. me. And Same. also like, like, I mean, I, I'm trying to be better about it. I, I but like the, the problem with, I think like social media is like you put up a drawing and, and then you, you can get like, depending on the amount of likes or the way it goes around that that supposedly it means how good it is you know what i mean yeah how how well and to me it's like i just want to show it i you know i honestly don't care about the likes or or how far it goes i just i want to show you what i made you you know so that's that's always that back in my mind too it's like oh there's like it's a popularity contest sometimes and so it's like Okay, and then let me, before we get into decon, how this decon question, the second question from the audience, um, you know, decon is someplace that you're a staple at, and especially because you have the, your big, yeah. you know, um, furry head of, yeah. of, of your character, one of your characters, main characters, and, you know, you always see people, there's always people there at your booth. It's, you know, very colorful and stuff like that. Yeah. But this year, Decon, because of what the pandemic, went to Pop Shop Live, so it was all right. online. And how was that experience for you? Did it translate? It, how draining was it? <laughs> it was super, it was great. I mean, no no complaints. There were some tech issues, but again, it's their first time out. Uh, yeah. But it, it it was it was it was great. We did great, and I, it, it was it was it was like that. We had you know it, it's uh it was kind of it was kind of interesting because you didn't have that kind of virtual experience. Like because like when you know Ben and 3D Retro and DesignerCon did a picture, it's like no, it's it's like it's like DesignerCon. You're gonna have people coming into your show and they're gonna ask you questions and they're gonna like really be interested. I'm like, nah, they're just like <laughs> people are gonna either show up or bounce or whatever. But no, I got a lot of people asking me questions and they were like, it was cool. Like they were like really curious, like like questions like how did I get started or how did I make this? And I, I like that part. Um 
it's draining though because uh, you you know like when you do like designer con there's lulls like in the morning sometimes people rush your booth and that's it and then you, you sit for like an hour just but like like you're you're at design con you're like talking non-stop for i i had to tap out after like two hours like an hour, mm-hmm. i did like an hour and 40 minutes each session i did uh like two sessions um uh each day and i was like dude it's like this is tiring <laughs> But I did like how it, it was like a really good way, I think the only way, especially to have that kind of experience in this time as yeah. like that could reach out and connect with the artists. And, and it's funny because like, as you were saying, like my booth is all colorful. I honestly didn't like the night before I was like, I'll just kind of it'll kind of be like Zoom. It'll just be whatever's in the background, whatever. I, I won't really do like any booth decoration or anything. But uh, my friend Tony Tony Bui, another really talented uh, artist and designer, he's like, dude, you gotta you gotta make it look good, or no one's gonna want to show. So I was like, oh man! And so then I spent the, the I I was up till three a.m. trying to like set decorate, and it was funny because um, I was like, dude, this isn't looking too cool. Like, I mean, it's, it looks like a like, like my closet, you know. And uh, Daisy had just told. Uh, like she was looking for like stuff for kids. So she's on Craigslist, and she literally the day a couple days before had told me to go pick up like this little puppet theater like standee for the kids because they want they have all these puppets and they wanted to and it was free. So so I drove and I was like, oh man, she's making me go out in COVID times. <laughs> the person I don't even know to go pick up like. This- but it was like, I was like, I'm going to use that because you could put your like a little hyperactive monkey sign in it. Ah. It framed toys. And it was like, it was cool. And then everyone's like, yeah, dude, I love your your background. I was like, oh, Daisy knew. Daisy, Daisy knew. It seems like Daisy always knows. Shout <laughs> yeah, out Daisy to always. Daisy. Shout out yeah. to Daisy. But so yeah. I didn't, because of technical difficulties, I didn't get to see any of my friends during Decon because it wasn't letting, and I was like, it's not me, is it? But then I know Woz was, was like, he was supposed to like go in live and do live painting. He's like, I can't get in either. So we're talking. So I didn't get to see any of you guys, but I feel like all you guys that were on, and it seemed like everyone tapped out an hour, 40 minutes and two hours. Yeah. You guys get a sense of what actors, when they do press junkets, for hours on end and like I have to say the same thing over and over. At least you guys got to say like different shit. But like, you know, like I feel like you guys got some type of, you know, because everyone's like saying how draining it was. Oh, and it yeah, is. Yeah. It's super draining. Like when you're on when you're yeah. on a podcast or when you're being interviewed or anything, it's like this other thing, this other adrenaline type of situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad it worked out well. And <laughs> It, Would you, it's you, funny on that note. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say on that note, so because <laughs> a, a bunch of us, uh, a bunch of the the friends, artist friends that had other shows, we were worried that no one would show up, you know, to our our show. So we had our friends, like our Discord group, they would have all the their multiple tabs open, and they would just, you know. Uh, be emotional support, you know, just oh, they nice, would show nice. up. And, and if it got quiet, you know, they'd ask a question, kind of break the ice. But like you said, it, it was draining on their end, too, because they'd had to, like, hear me repeat, like, a story about a product, <laughs> like, like, six different times the whole week. And so shout out to our, our Discord group that for the emotional support. But, I mean, they were drained. They're like, we're not even part of the show, and we're just listening to people are drained. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You got that good support. Um, so going back to the questions from the audience, he uh he wore a tight ass romper at Decon mm. that one year. Did anything pop out? Any wardrobe malfunctions? Kano. No. That's from Kano, <laughs> no. of course. No. No, not. here's the thing. <laughs> so it was super cute. Year. I loved it. No, I, I I got another one. I wore I wore it this year. Oh, you did? But it was funny. It's funny because uh, someone told me last year, like, dude, you lost hella weight. I was like, no, I did. And I said, well, the thing is, like, we I walked to uh, Soleil to school every day. And then when it <laughs> – so someday she, she's, like, she's sleeping in. And I sprint up the hill because she lives, like, about – the school's about half a mile, but it's uphill. So I'll sprint with her, you know. 
And I was doing that <laughs> for a couple months, so I was losing some weight. And then, uh, so it's like, oh, these rompers fit fine. And then uh, this year, I was like, I'm gonna wear a romper too. And I told Daisy, I'm like, dude, did, did we wash this in the hot water? It's so tight. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, honey. Oh. No, got some quarantine pounds on you. Oh, quarantine pounds. <laughs> oh, man. So no, no, no wardrobe malfunctions, but nice. it, it was a little tight. It was a little, a little tight. tight. <laughs> were you were you standing or or seated for this uh, for Pop Shop Live? I was going to do standing, but um, I just I don't know. I decided to sit down just because like it was easier for me to have like like I put a desk in front of me that had all the product, so nice. it was easier for me to sit and kind of pull yeah. pull. It. it was it was it was hard too because. Um, I, I we had it. I had like a setup where originally I had my phone in front of me, but then when you're reading it, it's like the it's like I'm oh. an old man, so I real bad vision, <laughs> and so I couldn't read the text. So then I had my laptop in front of me, and but then I was always looking at my laptop because you can look it on your on your laptop. But then I was always looking at my laptop, so it was kind of just like a weird mm. look up and down. Got but. it. Got it. Yeah, I heard it. Was, I get it. From different people that it it really helps if you had at least another person, like a two person operation because of the logistics of everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you know, at least if if it happens again next year, you'll be ready. You'll be ready to roll and see what happens. I did it a week, a couple weeks before just to try it out. And again, I had some really awesome friends that like tuned in and they, they gave me a lot of really positive constructive like pointers like hey this is what you you can do uh, next time smart. to help out and so i took a lot of that you know for decom but I, it's like yeah just it's like would i do it again i, I would definitely do it for decom but it's, it's a lot of it's tiring talking you know yeah yeah and on camera it's another thing too like on camera too like uh and then you I see know. yourself and you're just like, what? It's like I a know. whole it's a whole nother situation. Okay. Right. Um, now now, are you ready for these not so fire no not so rapid fire questions, aka the slow as hell questions? Okay. Okay. I'll try. Three words <laughs> to describe yourself. Oh, I liked uh I like what you said. Happy, <laughs> uh <laughs> nice and storyteller. I like I like those. Okay. What you kinda I agree. I agree. So what about, I think you might've said this already when you told your, what your dad told you about how you treat your clients, but what's the best piece of advice you've received? Yeah, it was definitely, you know, uh, treat your client. I, I, you know, like, like family. Um, but I always take that to, to heart. Also just my coworkers, the people I work with, like I said, my tribe, um, yeah. I, you know, these are all, they're all just important things, you know, to teach, you know, and instill in people niceness. Um, I also think like that carries over into a lot more things, not just professional. I think if you're you're nice and and, and you, you'll not you'll you'll I think if you're nice and hardworking, you you'll get a lot of jobs. But also if you're just like nice and gentle to your friends, like I just you that in turn you know opens up more possibilities too. Like like you said, like a lot of the projects that I get like. Like MMA and all those posters, they were all from friends that were like, dude, like, you know, random people that I were nice to that were like, hey, we, we want to help out. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the face to face, the recommendation stuff. That's that's the the good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. the next one. Um, what are you? I already kind of said what you do to dismantle this, but what are you doing to dismantle the patriarchy? Oh, you know, I think. I mean, you know, having two daughters is tough. And then and Daisy does, a, a, like you said, Daisy knows. She's always, you know, <laughs> gets, but but we, 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 we try to, you know, teach them early on. And it's tough because on one hand, you want to shelter them from certain things. But like, we, you know, we took Soleil, like, to the Women's March right after Trump was elected. Like, and then we, we, took after the the sandy hook shooting we we daisy was i don't think we had luna yet but we took soleil to a uh you know uh the mothers against you know um the what the, the protest um and then we, we we took them all to the uh, black lives matter uh protest just in our neighborhood and we we we, we try to just have a good um you know kind of 
coverage of just arts too, not just you know by a right a wide variety of artists that are not just male. You know, we always, yeah. always say like Ritzy, yeah, just people you know like mm-hmm. artists like you, our friends. We have I have tremendous, amazing. Uh, friends that are women that are just such great artists that I always like, yeah, look, look at your auntie there. Look what they're doing, you know? Yeah. And and like I said earlier, like just the gender roles that, 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 you know, non-traditional gender roles. I mean, they see you every day, like since they were born, (laughs) like, you know, you and Daisy just, you know, flipping the script and, and, and going back and forth and not just one person doing one thing and everyone you know, uh, it's a team effort, and I feel oh, like, definitely. you know, they're they're very you're you know your two girls are in a they're very fortunate to have amazing parents to show them so many different things. Um, so I feel like they're gonna be okay. What you know? What one thing we don't talk about because we talk about a bunch of stuff like this mm-hmm. is us and stuff like that, but we don't yeah. really talk about music. So what's oh, okay. a song that gets you hyped when you need it? <laughs> Like, like, that's the thing. Like, I used to like, you know, like, you know, rap and like, you know, Eminem, Eight Mile. That was just be like my, like, I need that, I need that. But <laughs> not, no, no. Like, I, it's like honestly, '90s R&B slow jams. Like, that is like what will get me in. Like, okay, it's calm. We're gonna post this from a con- So it's always it's SWV right there. You know the one from Free Willy with Michael Jackson in the background. That's the one. That's like my jam that will like get me in my zone. You know. <laughs> have, have have I ever said? I think I have a video. If not, I'll I'll send it to you. But have the Supernatural Bear loves that song. And he loves love singing that. the Michael Jackson's part. Like, he <laughs> loves the beat. I'm going to send that to you. Um, okay, so 90s R&B slow jams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and last but not least, what will be your legacy? Oh. Well, that's a tough one. I mean, I think, you know, I think that's kind of like if, if, if we talk about the theme, it, it, I think, you know, I want to be considered hardworking, you know, great artist. That's that's one thing. But I just, I want to be considered nice, you know? Like, I think that's, you, you know, You're that I was, You're there. <laughs> that I was nice. And I know, I mean, I, there's always ways for me to improve. And I, I, I know that. Um, but I think that's if, if I can tell my kids that. It's like, if, you, you know, if you're nice, you know, you can go really far and and reap so many rewards, you know, not just for yourself, but... But other people too will will get that, and and yeah. I guess that that's kind of what my legacy. I hope to oh, it, be. It will be. It will be <laughs> how you are as a person. It's yeah. It's your artwork. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I feel like you know, and what I'm trying to teach the supernatural bear as well is just like I want you to be a good person above all every everything else, like a good person and give back, and you have to be nice, but also like. You said earlier, nice and hardworking. You can't just be nice. Like, regardless if you're not even nice, like, you just got to work. You got to show up and you got to fucking do the work and work hard. And I always tell them, like, word is your your word is bond. Like, I I, I got that from you and I tell that to (laughs) Slay all the time. I'm like, I'm like, she's like, I'm going to go to bed at 830. I'm like. The, your word is your bond right now. <laughs> you said eight thirty. You going to bed? One day I felt so bad. She's like, she's like, I'm not, I'm not tired, Dad. I was like, oh, but your word is your bond. She's like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed a little later. And then she's like, what if you break your bond? I was like, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You don't need to know about that. Just tomorrow night, go to bed early. But, <laughs> but it's true. But it's true. Well, you did no, it. You I, finished. You finished the questions, Jerome. Now, now. But, see, I, but, but, like, I just, you know, let's curtail back. It's like, you know, like you're saying, hard work and being nice. All that stuff cannot be done by myself. That's why I'm, I always text you when I have, you know, we, we talk about a lot about parenting and things. Yeah. I, your input, you need all that. Not just parenting, like life in general, everything. Like that's, I get a lot of. Uh, input and, and help from you and I'm lucky to have people like you and and friends like you that that are more than always willing to give me help that I need and vice versa now now and, and that's why I'm saying you're on here because I know you and you're part of my tribe like it's essential like you know uh, I can reach out at any time and vice versa because we are parents but we stay up late and we're up early like you know what I'm saying like 
you know, are, mm. you're a little bit younger than me, but we're still part of that age bracket where it's like, I want to text these motherfuckers, but they don't turn off their ringer and they go right. to sleep early. And I was like, who the fuck? Who, who are my peeps? Who are my late night peeps? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then, and then this is us. Like, you know, I had yes. no idea. I don't even know how we found out that we... <laughs> And I was like, what? I thought I was the only one. Nobody's talking about this show. The show is amazing. Tracy was part of that group, but he's behind. He's behind now. Come on, Tracy. Um, But I like how we're always like, this is too much. This is too much. (laughs) Every episode, I'm like, but we're addicted. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm I'm bummed that we have to wait till January 5th, but it's coming around the corner. Coming around the corner. But they gave us two hour movie, like, you know, two hour premiere, season premiere. So I'll take it. So, yeah. yes. All right. Um, tell the people where they can find you now, now. Oh, www.hyperactivemonkey.com. And then you can check out all my fun stuff there. And uh, from there, you can see all the social media links and uh, catch me out. Catch me on, on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Now, now. Thank you. I'm a, I saw, again, an honor and always a privilege to uh, chat with you. Now, now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hypoactive Monkey on More to Your Mama. Remember to be kind, hardworking. And hyperactive. Bye, Wagga Wagga. Waka Waka. And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. Bear. Hello, all you Autobots and Decepticons. It's the Supernatural Bear here, and in honor of my Uncle Now Now's episode of Word to Your Mama, um, he, a few a few years ago he made um a Transformer shirt that is actually that is actually Hasbro approved. He actually made it with Hasbro. It's his drawing, but it is it is it. I I don't know what part Hasbro does on this. I guess they shared the copyrights or something. I don't. I don't know. I'm not really the type of guy who would know a lot about business. Anyway, I just want to list all of the characters. First, we got Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. Then we got Hot Rod, um, the next leader of the Autobots after Optimus. Spoiler alert: Optimus doesn't make it. Then we have Springer, the first Triple Changer. And we have RC, who is actually based on Princess Leia. And if you look at most incarnations, she is usually wearing kind of like the buns of Princess Leia. Then we have Reggar, who is a Autobot Junkion. And the Junkions were introduced in Transformers the movie, starting with Reggar. And we have Blur, the fastest guy in the the fastest guy on Cybertron. This is the fastest voice I can do. Ha ha ha. Yeah, anyway, those are all of the characters. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Word to Your Mama, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Shibidoo. That's right. That was Nan Nan Jerome. Nan Nan Jerome. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I hope you guys enjoyed his beautiful, intelligent, strong, and independent daughters who just repped right before the Super Bear, Supernatural Bear Corner. Super cute. Um, but yes, Now Now is one of the, the nicest, hardest working people that I know. And I love his artwork because his style, like we talked about, it just reflects happiness it makes you smile no matter what subject he's depicting. Um, and also, you know, representation matters, and he definitely reflects and reps hard for his uh, culture. So check out his stuff. 
One thing I did want to mention, we're in the month of December. If you're listening to this, we have a bunch of new items in the store. If you want to support diverse voices that I have on here and what the Supernatural Bear and I are doing, then go ahead and, you know, support that way. There's also, you can do straight donations on our site, but also now introducing, we have Patreon. We do have a Patreon page. You get exclusive um, patron Perks, depending on different tiers, we have anywhere from a dollar to $20 a month, and each tier has special things. So go and check that out. That is patreon.com slash WTYM. And also, as always, on the store, if you use code WTYM, you get 10% off your purchase. I mean, you know what I'm spraying? There's a lot of different ways to support and that you get something from it too. Thank you so much for everything that everyone's been doing and we'll check you out. We have, let's see, Mona Lisa Murray coming up and then we have our relatives and then we have a bonus episode ending the year as we should, just the Supernatural Bear and I. So thanks again for supporting. We reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy Periwinkle. The intro is produced by Nico Beats. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyPeriwinkle.com, DoyenSharp.com, and PanoplyBPO.com.